All right, hey everybody, gonna try something a little different for our uh, Friday update number 25 uh, interview here, intro interview. Uh, Billy Rainford here from Direct Motocross. We've got uh, number 25 honoree. We've got Tyler Gibbs all the way from BC. Tyler Gibbs, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing really good. Nice, nice. Now, it feels like we just did this because I know we did just talk about uh, the fact that you're not in Salt Lake City racing and you wanted to be. And of course, we'll touch yep. on that a little bit like we did last time. But uh, let's, uh, let's start off at the beginning, kind of like we always do. We kind of did it again. But uh, for people who didn't uh, see the last interview, let's, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about you. Wh where are you right now? Uh, right now, I'm back home um, in Canada. Uh, in February, back in February, I raced Supercross San Diego, and I was, you know, raced that one. And then I was going to do Seattle and um, Salt Lake in Vegas, or probably just Salt Lake in Seattle. But then um, coronavirus happened, had to come home. Um, they put out a new schedule, was unable to cross the border to get into race, so had to, uh, have to wait till next year. Right. The funny thing is, like when you saw all those uh, seven rounds in Salt Lake City, I know I talked to your dad, Paul Gibbs, and he was like, awesome, that'd be sweet, man. You could stay there, save a bunch of money mm -hmm. and just race. But then it's like, well, actually, unfortunately, no, you can't. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely gonna be easier because you know, I wouldn't have to go anywhere. I could just ride there and it'd be way less money. Yeah, yeah, it's too bad. Too bad that didn't work out. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you mentioned, um, well, let, let's back up even more again. So where you're in uh, BC, where, do you, where is home for you exactly in BC? Uh, Mission BC. So Mission. I'm just like, I'm like an hour and a half from Vancouver. Right. How close are you to the track? Mission. Uh, Mission track's like 20 minutes, not even. Okay. So, so it's nice and close. You're right across the river from Abbotsford, right across from old James yeah. Listamore. You can throw a rock and hit him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Do you do, you, uh, do the Tuesday night rides there a lot, the races? Uh, they just opened back up, and we've only got to ride twice because like last week the weather was really bad so we didn't get to ride but uh the tracks open up again and it's uh, it's actually really good they finally made some changes after like the track being the same for like six years they finally decided to make it good again so yeah the track's been really good okay that's cool now you mentioned they uh, are opening up for racing and how is how is the situation out there because i know we just had the first uh, local race at uh, gulf of dunes this past weekend and a ton of people showed up because everybody's just going stir crazy what's the scene like out in bc right now um it's i think um from, as far as i know it's good i think it's i think we have a we're better than i'm not saying we're better than ontario but like our cases i think are lower from what i've been told that i don't i haven't really been you know looking at it but we could have racing but i don't think we're going to because of i think the city still wants to keep it like like all of BC, they want to keep it down more. Like they don't want to have any big gatherings over like 200 people or something. So we probably won't be racing until like, I don't even know when. We'd be lucky if we even get to race this summer. So um, just, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know it's tough. Sorry. Yeah, don't, we don't need to uh, get into specifics about the whole coronavirus case numbers and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, I didn't, uh, I'd never put you on the spot like that. But so uh, <laughs> my other favorite question I always ask, and I know you answered this last time, but uh, I like the question of how kids uh, choose their first ever racing number. What, what was your first race number? Um, the, I think it was this, I'm not sure what it was back then, what the um, sanction was, but they just gave me number 46 and then I just stuck with that ever since. And then when I went intermediate, I put a one in front of it and then, yeah, I ended up getting 25 for this year. So 
Yeah. Okay, 25. Do you like the number 25? Some people do, some people don't. It's kind of a... Yeah, it looks, it's, it's, it, looks, it looks all right. Who's the it's, most famous 25 you know? You're probably not uh, thinking Bob Hanna like I'm thinking. No, uh, Muscan probably. Oh, so yeah, want. Marvin Muscan, sure. He's a little 25. more up-to-date than my Bob Hanna reference. Yeah, that's all I know who really runs 25. can't really think of anyone else. Besides your buddy Casey Keese, Ross yeah, Johnson. Casey. Yeah, Casey ran it last year. So it, I'm... I kind of wish I would have got like something a little bit different because I saw Casey a lot last year and it was just like he rode a Yamaha, so I know what my bike's gonna look like with 25 on it. It's still like awesome. I got like I got that high up or like that that number for the year, but it's kind of like I already know what it's gonna look like on my bike because I see Casey all the time. So yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Well, let's uh let's actually talk about last year since uh, since since we're both here. Um, oh, by the way, this, uh, this interview is brought to you because you're an FXR kid. I went with my FXR shirt because it had the Canadian flag on it. I thought I'd find the old, I got all this stuff in order to go to the motocross of nations, which you didn't go to. So I've got all this Canada gear sitting here. So I thought I'd throw it on there. But, uh, anyway, thanks to FXR for all these, uh, all the support they've given, uh, yeah. motocross over the years, blah, 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 stuff like that. But, uh, yeah. So last year, um, arena cross, we do that. You got 12, seven, eight, seven in the arena cross series last year. Yeah, um, it was all right. Like, I switched from Yamaha to Cowie right before I went to California. So I only like a month on my on a Cowie, and then I didn't ride my race bike. I rode my race bike for 20 minutes at my house before I went and raced Abbotsford. So I didn't really have much time on it. And I'm not saying that, like, I'm not making any excuses. I'm just saying that I just, it was a bit different because I'm used to the, the Yamaha indoors. And um, it, Abbotsford, you know, Mudfest, a couple, uh, me and Springman got into it, both went down. But uh, it is, is. And then Cal Calgary, it was all right. And then uh, the two other ones, just not riding like myself. So, uh, yeah, a little rough, but it is what it is. Yeah, that's cool, though, because you got to, uh, you cruise across the whole country. Um, talk about the crew. You guys had a fun crew, and I'm going to have to talk about the music here in a second. But, uh Talk about your crew and your, uh, you had a good group. Yeah, it was, uh, so after Prince George, my dad helped me for the first two rounds, Calgary and Prince George, and then Kevin Urquhart, um, he, he came up and he took me across and then we ended up, um, Taryn Gerber was going across and Davey. So we kind of just like, and um, Amiots, but we ended up just following them to all the races. And then we stayed at Amiots and we rode a bunch of, uh, bunch of sand during that month off we had to get ready for gopher so we had a good good group of people to uh go with so definitely uh definitely made for a fun summer yeah i mean if i mean if people do or don't know that group you just mentioned that's i mean you probably couldn't find much of a better crew to be uh, hanging out with for sure except yeah. i've got to ask you this one question who is the first guy that put nickel back on and why did it stay going on um i don't i don't know i know and like my take I don't know. I listen to a lot of like rap music and I know Kevin doesn't like that stuff. So he would like play all different kinds of music. Like when we hopped in the van, I never got the aux cord. I always had to just sit there and listen to whatever he had to play. And then I remember one time Nickelback came on. He's like, and then ever since then, everyone was just playing Nickelback at every race. I was like, oh. so one of those guys got it started, but yeah. Um, every time I'd walk anywhere near you guys, someone would go throw it on and turn it up. And I'm like, oh. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's why I couldn't. Yeah, and then at Walton, and or I think it was maybe Walton, or maybe it was 
Moncton. It started playing on the big speaker, and we were dying laughing when that came on. I don't know. If, I don't know, like, if someone just like purposely did it or just came on. But I remember everyone was just laughing when it came on. Well, I'm gonna find out who's responsible for that, and uh, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> ah, it's just fun to make fun. I don't want any any lawsuits coming against me for uh, digging on these guys, but uh, yeah, that's. Yeah. Their music career is doing better than mine, so I can't say much. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now, uh, motocross season. Uh, what do you have? Your top was – you made a top 10 at the one. I guess that's yeah, the, I got, is that the mud race? Uh, I got a – I got 12th at um, – what was that track called? McNabb Valley. And then two people got docked, so I got 10th. Uh, but at Walton, I got a 10th place. Sandy Lee, I got a 12th at the one moto. Um, yeah. It was a bit of up and down summer. I don't know. I kind of just, I need to be really, I don't know. I think I was putting too much pressure on myself because the year before I raced as an intermediate, I raced Prince George. And I know it was a mud race. It was kind of muddy, but like I qualified seventh because it was, you know, I got lucky. But then in the track, it was good. And I got 12th. And I got 10th or 12th, I think, 10th or 12th, I can't remember. So my expectations were, I need to be, if I'm not inside the top 10, I'm like, what am I doing? And I think I was pushing myself too hard and I kept crashing. Like I was like, I needed to just be like, okay, if I get 12th or 15th, I need to be okay with that. Because last year's class wasn't near as stacked as this, like in 2018, the class wasn't near as stacked as 2019 season. Like last year, there were so many guys there was like eight guys who were on a team. So I needed to just be like, okay, if I get 12th, that's good. Let's just keep that. I kept going, you know, I'd, I sucked at gopher. I went like 27, 26, and then I'd go to the next race. I'd go 15, 12, and then I'd go, I couldn't find a steady thing, but definitely worked on that during this, uh, after the summer and stuff I've been working on, just trying to be a consistent guy every weekend. And with, um, I mean, you know, at, at the pro level and stuff like that and traveling the whole circuit, you kind of end up, well, not always, I mean, at that level, when you're out there and you're like, you're going with such drastically different results, like, are you out there and you see a certain rider number and you're like, no, no, man, I'm faster than this guy or, you know what I mean? Like, are you yeah, going? That, like, yeah, definitely a couple, there's a couple people, it was definitely making me mad. But then I was like, I remember I'd never, I haven't rode any track besides Walton and I rode Walton once. And with that rule last year where you couldn't ride the track with, I think it was 72 hours before the race or whatever it kind of was hard so I, I would just I rode go for like three times and then I rode Sandily once and then Moncton I rode one time like I didn't have any time and a lot of people who I know people like oh I don't ride those tracks all the time but it's like you guys have been there enough it's like you if there's a weekend race a lot of those guys go and race them for me I'm like I've never even did this before so I feel like that was my I struggled a bit with like just learning the track and stuff like it takes me I didn't just I need to be better with learning the track right away and that kind of hurt me not knowing the tracks and like the heat and all that stuff so that kind of played a factor in with my results right well I mean you just mentioned uh, trying to learn the tracks fast being uh, I know your future you want your future to be in the supercross the indoor world you know how important that is learning tracks fast right yeah definitely uh, I definitely worked on that because we went to San Diego I was jumping stuff second lap and that was probably the scariest thing I've ever done. So, yeah. 
Now, say, okay, if you were alone on a supercross track, you probably wouldn't have done them all in the second lap. Were you just like no. pacing off the top guys? Like, is that how you do it? Just yeah. So we walked the tra- we walked the track, and Kevin's like, "You got to go." Like, there's this. You did like this the supercross triple. You did a double, and you went left, and you had to go two three. And he's like second lap, and I'm like, "What do you mean second lap?" He's like, "You got to do it second lap." And I think it was Devin Harriman was in front of me, and he just held it wide open, and I just held it wide open behind him, and <laughs> away I went, and I was like. I've never been so scared after like I was shaking after the first practice because like my adrenaline was just going to the roof because I'm like I'm not usually you know you go there you check the section now you do you know double 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 and then you kind of figure it out you just had to go for it so it was definitely uh definitely good to learn tracks faster because when you ride supercross you got to do everything second lap pretty much right I, in, the, in the future when you do the supercrosses it won't be those supercross triples and things because they're pretty much 70 feet you know all that kind of stuff yeah Just the rhythms that are going to get you obviously right the rhythms yeah the rhythms are the scariest like i remember kevin's just like you got to do it like second third lap i'm like are you sure i can't just wait a couple more laps He's like no and i remember just i just a guy for me just went for it so i'm like well if he makes it i made it and i made it good and i was like wow that's uh it's pretty gnarly yeah, yeah. Obviously, the more experience you get, the more uh, the more you'll be comfortable out there. I mean, those guys are doing it first laps, right? Those guys, craziness. Yeah, crazy <laughs> for sure. All right, now let's talk like briefly about um, the last couple the Supercross races. I mean, like in Canada, we're talking here. Uh, how did those yeah. go? Where I see a seventeen eleven. My Montreal, uh, it wasn't that good at all. I uh, I thought the track was going to be more Supercross like last year. I heard my friend Berg raced it. And he told me that it was really gnarly. And then I remember Wyatt was telling me, you know, it was like, it was actually a super cross and all that. And, everyone, and like Quinn and everyone was like, yeah, it's going to be really good. And I show up there and I'm like, and it wasn't what I thought it was going to be like. And to be honest, it, the track, and my, I think the track just sucked. They shouldn't have let the quads and the, and the Dumonese out there. It just made it hard. It was blue groove. I just, I didn't gel with it at all. They made the whoops way too big. They made, it's just, it just wasn't – I was not vibing with the track at all. It wasn't – was not good. All right, talk to Jess Pettis about having the uh, quad, the, whatever those – the VTTs and stuff on the tracks too, right, with that first turn. Yeah, definitely – yeah, they should have just kept it, made it the whole arena, made it full Supercross, and it would have been sick. But instead they had to bring in the buggies and, this, and the quads, which kind of was kind of lame. But, you know, they got to do what they have to do. Yeah, trying to trying to fill the seats, right? Getting more people in. Yeah, there. Montreal's always been known to have the VTTs and the, all that kind of stuff for sure. One year, you mm-hmm. uh, before your time, they had like uh, a woods race in there, even. Yeah. <laughs> Can you do you remember that? Do you remember That's, seeing that? Uh, maybe that'd be crazy. And girl mixed in. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Um. So okay. So you tra- traveled the whole tra- the whole circuit. What uh, What's your favorite track on our circuit? Uh, I like Desham. I think it's Deschambeau. So I think how you say Deschambeau, it. I like yeah. that track. That track is so sick. The first day we rode there, it was super dusty. I don't know why they didn't water all day, so it was, like, really dry, and I still liked it. And then on pro day, it poured rain, and it was the most fun I've ever had. Like, that track is awesome. And Walton's really good. And Sandley, those are my three favorite. Oh, yeah, so you do like, really, you like the Eastern ones. Yeah, those are my, those are my three favorite tracks. But Deschambeau, with the hills and everything – I just felt like this is this is cool. Seems like real for sure, real moto. Did you were you doing the big yeah. uh, the huge double? No, I I, I chicken dough. I didn't do that. I was like, no way. <laughs> so it's no, big. He, it doesn't look that big on video, but when you ride it, you 
and you have to like when you have to roll into that hill thingy if there was a jump before the before you dropped in like you could just fall off of it it'd be super easy but since you have to like go slow off of it and then pick your speed up it's like it's big like it's big right because you jump too far down that hill you're not gonna have enough you lose all your, so you gotta, yeah, you lose all your speed you gotta grab so. as many gears yeah actually that's why i stood at the very bottom and tried to take the photos up so you can kind of get a sense of how high it was but uh, yeah it's it's crazy yeah it looks good when you make it nicely but uh, yeah yeah hey what what uh what other sports do you play um nothing really besides moto uh i ride i ride one tens all the time uh a mountain bike i like mountain biking that's my it's my go-to i go mountain biking a lot so but i don't really play any sports i just you're in the mountains you don't snowboard or ski oh yeah i, I snowboard i snowboard and i have a snow bike but i only got to ride it a couple times it was in california but uh i definitely like snowboarding i'm pretty good at that all right. Yeah, it so seems like all it's. Uh, seems like everybody that. Uh, how about how about uh, road bikes? Like, are you, uh, you turning yourself into yeah. a cyclist or what? Uh, I just got a road bike like two weeks ago, so I'm starting to get into that. Just gotta. It's good for like the long, uh, my long rides and stuff. So, getting better at that. Okay. Now what? Um, okay, we talked about the music. Now, were you, are you a fan? Is it Melrose Place or 9021? Oh wait a second. This is from my JSR list of questions. I'm not kidding. Uh, sorry, I that was corny. I wrote that, I wrote that in there as a joke. Uh, I'm, try, I'm trying over here, Tyler. All good. <laughs> All right. So what? Um. I mean, who you came up uh, obviously through the Future West program. You love the indoor stuff. Who'd you come up uh, rubbing elbows with? Like, who's your who's your biggest rival? Uh, probably Jacob Piccolo. We've been racing since like '50s, and me and him go back and forth all the time. Uh, and we we raced Casey a little bit, but he kind of was a we raced him only on 85s and super minis and he kind of like went pro pretty early. I'm pretty sure. Like he was on a big bike before me and Jacob were, but me and Jacob, we, uh, we raced every weekend, every future West, every local race, me and Jacob would race every time. And we, and, uh, yeah, he's probably my biggest, uh, biggest rival for sure. Okay. Yeah. You, okay. I, I was going to say, I, I always tell this story about Jacob, but I mean, he's probably sick of me telling it, but, uh, I got, I came out to a race at Chilliwack outdoors. I remember that year they did that outdoor race. You would have been on little bikes then too. Yeah. It was like, uh, I kind of remember it was in like that horse track thing. It was inside that, I think. Well, no, it was outside around where, and you must you probably remember honeymoon suite played. Nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You don't remember honeymoon suite, but they did play. But, uh, he, I think he was on, I don't even know if super miniature. He might've been on 65s, but Spencer Knowles was doing this crazy thing out of a corner and you jumped and landed. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you went right and there's a gnarly double. Yeah. Yeah. And he was doing it on his little bike. Yeah. And I, like most of the pros weren't doing it. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely, uh, he's definitely gnarly for sure. <laughs> no matter how far out front he was, he was still going for that. It's like, dude, you really don't need to be doing that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, what, hey, what about when, when you were coming up? Did you do uh, big amateur Amer American amateur nationals? I yeah I raced uh, world minis. I got tenth overall in the sixty five class there. I raced mammoth. I got like a tenth or a twelfth in sixty fives there, and I got like a fourteenth in eighty fives. Um, I would have went to the reddas. All I had to do was one more lap. I would have got my ticket, and I broke my femur on the last lap. Um, so like all I had to do was just half a lap, and I would have got my ticket and just got all squirrely off a freaking roller and I broke my femur. So didn't get to, didn't get to do that. Um, I did, I've done Walton like two times. 
but U.S. stuff is kind of hard just because it costs a lot of money. So besides recently, it's just been futures has been my big things I've been doing oh, yeah. oh, sure. before I hit race supercross. You know, you mentioned your femur. How's your little brother Travis doing with his, uh, his situation there? Uh, he's doing better. He's doing a lot better. He's, he went in, uh, he's been in the hyperbaric chamber like pretty much every day. So he's, uh, he's good now. He's, uh, he's still like on crutches and all that, but, um, he's definitely doing a lot better. He can get around with like no help. Like he can get up by himself. He can get into bed. He can go down the stairs and go outside. Um, he took us 110 for a spin up and down the road. I was going to say, I like, saw that. I don't, think my mom was too, I don't think my mom was too happy about that, but, uh, he had to try it. So yeah, he just, uh, I feel like, I think it's like two weeks. He goes to the doctors and they, um, are gonna see if you can put pressure on it because it like because when he broke it there's like i don't really know the whole thing i just know there's something that needs to be like it's kind of weak still so they're gonna figure that out but he's definitely definitely doing better okay now for those who are watching he didn't do it racing motocross he done his right. bicycle right um, it was the, yeah it was so that growth there that made it weaker and stuff like that yeah he literally it wasn't even like it was the smallest i wasn't there i was actually mountain biking somewhere else and him and Blake went with my dad and Brandon and they were going and he literally just like, maybe it was like two feet, a two foot log. He just jumped off and slipped a pedal, but the, the seat kind of, I think hit him up in the inner thigh and then he just fell over. And then he's like, my legs broke. And then my dad and Brandon like, are you sure? He's like, it's broken. And they're like, Oh, I don't know. Cause you know, when kids say they break something and they're not crying, it's there's, you know, they're like, okay, it must be sore. But then he's like, it's broke. And then, you know, they thought maybe it was dislocated or something. He went to the hospital and he's like, yeah, he broke his femur clean and yeah, pretty gnarly. And then he's like, I'm never riding a mountain bike again. Never riding. He's going to stick to motocross a little safer. He's in moto, moto and pit bike. He'll get back in that. Actually, the other day he was looking at mountain bikes again. Yeah. He but he's always telling me how he's like, he went to Whistler and he's like, oh, I jumped everything there, everything there. And then every time I went with him, like the weekend, before, like two weeks before, prior to that, we went mountain biking and he crashed on the smallest thing again. And like, scratch his face off and everything and he's like i don't even know what like i can't get a, catch a break i fall on the small stuff how old is he now uh he's four, 14 yeah he's 14 i guess apparently i'm oh. getting older too but uh craziness hey what um yeah. so you mentioned uh mission track and stuff like that where, where what are you doing like for your working out now like where are you able to ride and stuff um so i think it was in march i went to california came home after a week because of coronavirus Nothing was open, so we weren't really. I wasn't really riding at all. I was kind of just hanging out. Like there was really nothing. It was, it was pretty crappy weather. Went to this one track, like a sand track. Kind of what it's better now, but when we first went there, it was really. It was just like super hard on my bike. It was like such deep sand that my dad didn't really want to blow it up because it's just so deep. So we didn't go there, and then Camloops opened up again in Kelowna but that's kind of a it's like a three and a half hour drive and I only let like 20 people ride on the track for like two hours so it was kind of made tough so we kind of did a couple trips up there and then um we found another sand place brother three times and we got kicked out and they closed the gate and we're not allowed to go back there so that sucks and then I went back to this other sand track this the this one and it's all right but it's hit or miss with riding either I ride like four times a week or i ride once i rode last saturday for 20 or i rode for 30 minutes and then i left because the sand track we go to is it's one of those ones where it's like 
every weekend warriors there you got the people in the trucks quads do muggies so it's like kind of sketchy because i don't want to get hit by anybody so are we talking the river there in Chilo- are we talking yeah about- or not not chillac it's out by uh i don't know where it is it's oh near vancouver not like it's like 40 minutes from vancouver i don't know what it, where it is but there's always people out there so it's been hit or miss with riding and like the weather's been really weird it's been pouring rain like every day last week it rained every single day so yeah i haven't been riding as much as i would like but uh trying to ride as much as i can and when uh yeah okay well well yeah well, i won't keep you too much longer here of course but i want to let's talk about this uh, i mean we're heading it's still june here mid late june kind of thing where racing is going to start up hopefully next uh next month kind of thing what's uh what's your plan for this like let's say everything goes like it's supposed to go what's your plan um i'm gonna just i'm we're, we're, I'm obviously gonna still gonna i'm gonna do this series um just ride as much as i can and hopefully and just come out swinging at gopher that's that's the main yeah, that's my uh that's my plan um yeah i was gonna say you must have checked over the uh results from the amo race this past weekend the pro class did you look at that yeah i looked at them a little bit uh there's a lot of riders. We, I wish we got that many pros out here, but uh, that's a big gate, like full gate pretty much. So pretty uh, pretty cool. Like that Thompson and um, Wright and that, I think it's Trombley. Tim Trombley, yeah. Like those guys come out, you know, because usually guys like that, they're like all, like they're not going to come out because it's just a local race, but it's cool that those guys go out there and uh, race too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What, what's uh, this year, what's your travel plan and who's uh, who you with and who's your spot? Like who's helping you out? Um, whole shot more sports got us a truck and trailer for the summer so uh yeah larry stepped it up and oh. we'll be in a uh, it's like a racing trailer i haven't really seen it yet we, he just he's getting it um delivered to his house like next week i think and uh he's gonna be helping us and me and parker are gonna be doing it together parker will be on a honda i'll be on yamaha um we're gonna have a pretty uh, cool setup for the summer so yeah it's gonna be sweet man you and parker eels that's gonna be a pretty good hairdo combo yeah, definitely. <laughs> I always bug him about the hair, and yours, yours is pretty good. I got a cut. Oh yeah, I got, I got a cut. It was getting too, it was getting too long, so I had to had to chop it off. <laughs> I love bugging him about his head. That's guy. He's got a helmet for a head of hair. Yeah, he does. <laughs> All right, so you guys will be traveling together. Will your little brother go and do some amateur stuff, or how will that work? Uh, probably no, nah, probably not. Just because I don't know when he can ride again. So yeah. He probably just will just get better and ride out here if he can. So how He's old back. are you? Is it going to be just you and Parker uh, cruising? Your uh, dad, your parents flying me, in? Or? Uh, me and Parker. And then if anybody wants to help me um, for a mechanic, let me know. Because uh, I don't think my dad can come to all of them. So he might come. He'll probably come to like the final race and maybe the first round. But it just depends with uh, just working like – it's kind of harder because usually he could like he never came last year, but this year he could if it was normal, he would just fly in Saturday, fly out Sunday morning. But now he's got to stay like Sunday because we race Sunday, and he's got to fly out either Sunday night or Monday morning type of thing. So right. he uh, he might not come out, but it's gonna be me, Parker. I think Kyle Springman might come out and race. Of course, he's not sure. Um, Parker will have his dad, I'm pretty sure, or Springman will help us. So. Yeah, good little crew we got. Ruben, you got to get Ruben. He'll be out there. Yeah, Ruben will probably be out there for sure. Well, that's cool. So you're looking for, I mean, it's all packed up in here in Ontario. I mean, if sure somebody sees this and they're 
looking to get a hold of you, they can maybe message you on uh, Instagram. There's tons of uh, mechanics floating around these parts. Yeah, definitely. If you want, just it's just my it's Tyler Gibbs 146. Just uh, shoot me a DM. I just all I need is you. I just need something to wash the bike and change the filter. That's all. That's all you need to be able to do. Oh, and just, oh, and just put on the pit board. Just put on the pit board. What place them in? That's all I need. And uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, uh, well, why don't we wrap it up there, man? It was uh, again fun to talk with you. I like these things are kind of fun because I mean, reading written words is one thing, but being able to you know see the person and hear the yeah, it's definitely like, easier. It's definitely more easier to talk about it than like when I, the last interview was like what the the thing with the border. I, I it was so hard to. I'm like I can't. Like, yeah, I know you didn't want to touch it. I know we should have talked about that. Your dad said there's a funny story there, but uh, I guess yeah, we'll yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's, it was pretty gnarly, but I didn't. Uh, okay, so were like, rubber gloves involved? No, but okay. it, it was it was pretty gnarly. I never like it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty gnarly. Like the I'll just tell you, it's not that long. This story, <laughs> oh it's just hard to write out. Type like write out, but uh, I go to California in um last year like get ready for supercross futures the guy asked me how long he pulled me in because you know what are you like because you know he's like obviously like why how are you how are you how do you have money that's all he wanted to know is how do i have money and i told him my mom and dad and i worked but then he, he kept asking me well are you working in california i said no 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 and he's like all these questions I'm like no no and then he's like okay how long are you going for and i said a month and a half maybe two months and whatever i go to california race supercross i come home Two weeks later, I go to go to the U.S. to ride. I go with a bunch of buddies. Don't get hassled. Go home. I go to leave for California. I got Luke with me because I'm taking Luke down early. I get to the border. This guy asked me, how long have you been in California? When was the last time you were in California? I said, oh, like a week ago. I was there for two days. He's like, no. And I'm like, oh, that's the last time I came to the U.S. He's like, it says here on my thing, you were in California for three months and you, and I was like, oh yeah, I was, I'm like, kind of was like, oh yeah, I was here, you know, that like for that long. He's like, I mean, he did pull in, he, we go inside the building thing. And this guy was said, why, so why did you lie? And I'm like, lie about what? And this guy's telling me, he's like, you got it. Like you can't lie to a border officer. And I'm like, I didn't lie. And he's like, you told the guy you're going to California for a month and a half, but I ended up staying for three months. And he thought I was lying about how long I was staying for. And he kept, he went through my phone. He went through Luke's phone. He was going, he was calling my parents. He was calling Luke's parents. He was calling Kevin. He was just asking, he's like, so he's asking all these questions. He's like, do you work in the U S and cause he just wanted to find out how I had a bunch. I had a, I worked a bunch before going to California and I had a bunch of cash on me. Just, that was, you know, what I had to get down there. Right. And he's like, how do you get this money? And then he's like, asking me like why do you why do you have why do your parents give you money like so i can stay down there and all these questions and he's like and then he says to me is there anything on your phone that you don't want me to see that says about you're working if there i find anything on your phone that says you work in the u.s i'll i'll ban you for 10 years and i'm like in my head i'm like i'll be like 28 by the time i can come back to the u.s i'm like i'm like um no and he's like are you sure and Right when he said 10 years, I was like, oh my gosh, I I'm, I'm, might get, be in trouble here. And then he went through my phone, didn't find anything. Like, there's nothing on there. Like, I wasn't, I'm not working in the US. I just told the guy, I'm riding my dirt bike. And he's like, so, but why would you go to, he, just millions of questions about why I want to go to California. I'm like, just to ride. And then he puts on this thing on my passport. It says, limited stay. 
Um, he said I could stay for a month. It's March like sixth, and then it and then he wrote March sixth to March twenty sixth. And I say to the guy, "That's not a month." And the guy goes, he looks at me and he and he looks at his badge. He says, "You see this right here?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "This is a badge. I can do what I want." Like he pretty much said, "I can do." Like he was just being a jerk. Like this, t- like you know, I can tell you what you want to do. And he's like, "If you're not back." you're done for 10 years. And I'm like, what? Like, I couldn't believe it. So uh, I ended up coming home because of the whole COVID thing. But in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy's going to wreck my whole career, like my whole Supercross career, just because I said I was going to the U.S. for a month and a half. So if you ever go to California, anyone who's riding, just say you're going longer than you think because they will will come back. They'll, They'll find out why you were... I'm like, dude, I, I can show you pictures and everything of what I did. And he's like, he's like, next time you come down here, write in a journal what you do every day, then you can show me, and then I'll believe you. I'm like, well, sorry, dude. Like, so yeah, it was pretty. You're supposed was, to come home after a month and a half, but then your dad said it was raining or whatever, so stay down there, right? So you just yeah, stay. I, I, I didn't do anything. Like, there's nothing wrong with staying for three months. Oh, you, sure, exactly. Like, you have to be back within six months or whatever. So technically, I didn't do anything wrong, and. Yeah, the guy just just wanted to let me know that he was the boss and he yeah, could do whatever well, he wanted. Your hair was longer than two, so. Yeah. And well, plus, I had like a bean, wait, me and Luke both had beanies on. Oh, and I had like a striped, I had a striped hoodie on. And uh, he probably just thought, like, oh, look at these punks going to California. And yeah, but <laughs> we, we got it all figured out and I'm all good. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's good. You always take your sunglasses off. I hope you weren't wearing your sunglasses talking. To me. No, but you have to take a hat off. I always wear a hat when I go across and I'll never wear a hat again. No, that helps too. Yeah. Just, just make them think you're showing them respect and it helps. Yep. But uh, it was not, I've never been so scared in my life. I'm like 10 years. I'm like in my head, I'm like, did you just say 10 years? <laughs> I was like, holy crap. Like, yeah. That is crazy. I'll yeah, be I, mean, I, cross all, I cross all the time too to do, do whatever and stuff like that. And, you know, say so if I'm passing through to get to BC, I just say, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just going to cut through the states, cheaper gas, more cities, blah blah blah. And he goes, sometimes, I'll, you mean you're asking if you can go through the states? I'm like, oh, sorry, yes. May I please pass through the United States to go? Yeah. It just depends on the person you get. It, and it plus, it is, it was because the first guy I had, the first guy would just ask me, and he said, why are you coming back? Because I literally was home for three weeks, not even I mean, a month. And I'm going back down. And he couldn't figure out why I kept going down to California. He's like, so what's in California that you like so much? And I'm trying to explain dirt bikes. Like, I ride dirt bikes. And he's like, yeah, but the weather's good here. And you can ride dirt bikes here in Canada. So why do you want to ride them in the U.S.? I'm like, ah, because the dirt bike tracks are better. And then he was just (laughs) like, okay, go talk to this other guy. And this other guy was just like, oh, he's like, so why do you keep going down? I'm like, I like to ride my dirt bike. He's like, so are you working? And he just wanted to make sure I wasn't like illegally working down there which I wasn't like I all I did was ride my dirt oh, bike for sure, for sure. but it, they just they they feel kinda, guilty. you're not yeah, guilty, they just, feel guilty they just want to make sure I wasn't like you know I went for three months I came home for a month I'm going back down for two months it just looks weird yeah for sure you know but yeah nice that was that all right yeah we've all we've all got those stories I was banned for two years one time because I had extra t-shirts in an RV on uh, like yeah I was just, I know it's crazy oh it was horrible which yeah Anyway, all right. Hey, well, uh, thanks for shooting the breeze with us here, man. Uh, what are you doing this yep. weekend? Um, I'm going to do some, some suspension testing, get my stuff set up for the sand. So do that. And then just 
pretty much get ready for the first round. So I'm super stoked to uh, super stoked to race. I haven't raced since San Diego Supercross. It's like a, it's been like 160 days since I've raced. So I'm definitely itching to get back racing for sure. Oh man, okay, all right, buddy. Well, hey, uh, thank again. Like I say, thanks for shooting. Uh, you know, talking with us here today and stuff. Do you, I know you mentioned a few of your sponsors, but do you want to uh, thank a few people before we let you go, or what? <clears throat> yeah, uh, I'd like to thank Larry at Whole Shot for getting a truck and trailer for me and Parker to do nationals in. Um, FXR for the gear, um, 100% goggles, um, RMR suspension, uh, C4 motors, um, kind of drawing a blank here, um, Forma boots, uh, I'm saying uh, a lot, um, Bell helmets, they hooked it up this year, I'm super stoked for wearing their stuff, um, Renthal, Lime 9, um, and but there's a bunch of other people. The list goes on. Uh, Guts Racing for seat covers and all that. But uh, everyone else who helps uh, help me make this summer happen. Nice. Hey, what number is Parker this year? Thirty-six. Is he four fifty? Four fifty guy. Yeah. All right, man. Well, hey, uh, say hey to your parents. I always uh, I always feel like uh, Mark Wahlberg when I say that, but uh, that's a that's a reference you may not get. But uh, he always hey, say make sure you say hi to your parents. Yeah. Uh, say hey to those guys and uh thanks a lot for doing this and uh man we'll see you here uh roaming the highways yeah. and tracks of ontario next month yes uh thanks for having me on the show all right the show you gotta you gotta air quote show. the show uh, it feels like a show the interview i feel like a okay. show thank you yeah. right, hey thank you very much talk to you soon yeah thanks okay, bye-bye